Hey. Hi. Jim's fiddling with the... Uh, fiddling. Don't mess with the teleprompter. Fiddling. Yeah. Welcome. I'm a fiddler. Welcome to Bacon is My Podcast, where I apparently have a radio voice. <laughs> I apparently do, too. I think yours is more radio and mine's more game show. I think, yeah, but I don't I do not do it for that long. Like, the intro, I got to sound excited. Right, yeah, I've got to manufacture... Some fake excitement, <laughs> right? I mean, it's 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 one of those things where you're gonna be like, "Hey guys, how are you doing tonight?" Yeah, let me hear you make some noise. Well, no, we can't do that because it's audio podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so we I, can't. We can't hear you make some noise, but we can be like, "Hey, hey everybody! <laughs> wow, wowza!" <laughs> Welcome to Bacon is my podcast. Yeah. He is Jim Z. Indeed. I am Mike. Mike. And, uh, what have we got on tap this week? Oh man, we have a uh, a last minute interview. Yeah, we have uh, somebody who came in for the hot tag. Yeah, we had somebody booked. They ended up backing out, get a better deal, and then we ended up getting somebody else. Yeah. Um, funny enough, despite only having what, like like 18 hours con- uh, confirmation. Yeah. Um, still not the least amount of time between like finding out we had a guest and having them. On the right, show. right. Still not the uh, least amount of prep time. Yeah. yeah. Which which we did with Conquer Divide because somebody else was a dick <laughs> and backed out. But I, uh, I got to say for the, for like uh, Conquer Divide and, and anybody that's, that's jumped on like kind of last minute, that's awesome. So yeah, thank you. And they've, been Man. great. They've been a lot of fun to like yeah. talk to. Yeah, and stuff. absolutely. So Tracy Williams making the hot. Uh, no, not Tracy Williams. Oh. That's his tag team partner. R- <laughs> so ROH superstar, member of the foundation, the professional, the professional. Rhett Titus is joining us today. Um, yeah, man, he's a super cool dude. Been in the business for a long time. Fifteen year veteran. Uh, I in, like in ROH. I didn't ask him about, but I like. I found some some of his yeah cool some of nicknames. his old yeah his old nicknames. We have uh, Redsky the Jetski. Yeah, which that, well, I really that's... wanted to ask him about. And I just there just wasn't like the moment to yeah. do it. And also uh, the handstand warrior, which is just awesome. That sounds like something. I think his kid gave him that one. Uh, maybe, maybe. Which I think is great. Yeah. And then uh, uh, also to love and to love. the sexiest man alive. Sexiest yes. man alive, which was given to him. Uh, by Adam Pierce. By Adam Pierce as a oh, joke. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he ran with it because that's what you do when you're a professional. And that's he is what you do. The professional. You when somebody fucks with you, you lean into it. Yeah. And then it no longer becomes a joke on you; it becomes your new gimmick. And you make T-shirts and you say, "I'm selling them," and you're you're not that's getting right. any. That's right. So, 
Yeah. So he was super cool, man. Yeah, it was so, super cool. Uh, I, I liked a lot of, like, a lot of cool, like, uh, some road stories, some, uh, a lot of, a lot of, like, health stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's an intermittent faster. That was fascinating to kind of, like, find out a little bit about. Um, yeah, very cool. Very yeah. cool dude. Yeah. Super cool. I liked it. I liked it. Um, it was podcast definitely, fan, he, he gave some uh, some good podcast suggestions. So indeed, definitely check it out. Um, check out what he's got. Um, and yeah, it was just it was very cool. And uh, before we go any further, we do have to thank some of our sponsors. Of oh course, yeah, the Bark Boxes, right? And the Paramount Plus and the Pod Decks and these mm-hmm. Legacy Sports Sups. Mo- uh, uh, most importantly, we would like to thank uh, all of our patrons over at Patreon.com. Right. Uh, you guys are awesome, and your support helps keep this show free, and it helps keeps this show running. Plus, all the other content that we do over on uh, our Patreon, the uh, the tasting stuff, yeah. and um, music stuff, and, and uh, early access to T-shirts and episodes and stuff. So, thank you guys so much for being a part of it and for being uh, for sponsoring the show. And any of you that want to uh, that are thinking about maybe wanting to help the show yeah. or wanted to know Join more about in. that, jump over to Patreon.com. Bacon is my podcast, and check it out. See if it's something that you might uh, be interested in. We have You're pretty low interested. tiers. We're yeah. not. Uh, we don't. We don't. We're not pigs. We're not banging people for uh, for for their bucks. We're not pigs. Just, and uh, and and we stuff. and we just abuse ourselves a, a yeah. lot of the time. So and some live streams and so, people yeah. like it. So um, yeah, definitely check it out. So, Jimsy, what do you say? We get into this. Yeah, I, I, I think like uh, we had a good long talk with them, so we should jump right in. So okay. So guys, without further ado. Uh, here we go. Here's our interview with Rhett Titus right now. On your fitness journey, extraordinary results require extraordinary action. Your training and quality of nutrition is definitely key, but adding a well-developed nutritional supplement protocol will push your results to the next level. And that's where Legacy Sports Nutrition comes in. Legacy Sports Nutrition believes that everything you want to achieve in life can be aided by optimizing human performance. All of their formulas have been professionally developed for both men and women and are made to the highest quality standards. Legacy Sports Nutrition is a brand founded and operated by athletes who have been performing at world-class levels for decades. When I say athletes who perform at world-class levels, I truly mean it. This is NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis' company, so you know these items are absolutely championship quality. Go to LegacySupps.com and use the promo code BACONPOD and you'll receive 10% off your order. Once again, that's LegacySupps.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD for 10% off your order. Set your goals, push your limits, and leave your legacy. Welcome, everyone. It's your game show voice. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so, some of, our last guest was kind of like, you, you turn that, like, that show voice on. I was like, yeah, yeah. I noticed yeah, I that too when I did it on the on the questions. Yeah, like, man, what a what a dork. What a dork. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, continue, please. Welcome everybody to Bacon is my podcast. Today we have ROH superstar, member of the foundation, Mister Rhett Titus. What's going on, man? Yo, what's going on, boys? How we doing today? Doing great, man. Doing great. Uh, how are you doing today? Where are you coming to us from? Uh, well, actually, I was on the boardwalk all day uh, down in Wildwood. So, nice. you know, uh, 
playing some games and going on some rides and all that sort of stuff. Got a little sunburned today, you know. To be but, sun, sun kissed, my friend. Sun kissed. <laughs> Enjoying the Jersey Shore. Nice. Awesome. That's awesome. I haven't been there. We're, we're not far from you. We're yeah. over in Long Island right now. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't been to the – last time I was at the Jersey Shore was obviously not last year, but the year before uh, when our, when our bands did Shore the uh, Jersey Shore Festival. Oh, nice, and, uh, nice. Oh, man, yeah. I love that. It's such a good yeah. time. I love yeah. the area. Super fun. You got to at least get there once a summer, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, it's so funny because, like, I live I, I live in Wontaw, which is where Jones Beach is. I I haven't been there this year so far. Yeah. All summer. I still haven't been there. Yeah. I, I, I It's so stupid. I take it for granted, I think. I think it's easier to, to like, get to the beach in Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. It's, it's easier than dealing with it here. That's very true. So are you uh, are you a are you a beach person born like grown up on the beach all the time nah, surf or anything like that? Not really, no. You know, I just go once in a while. You know, I don't really like getting sand on my shoes and all that. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm definitely definitely more of a, a pool person than a beach person. Yeah, I, I'd say I'm more of a pool person myself too. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like boardwalks I can do I can do all day long, but like like the beach, I'm hour and a half two hours well, once you get the sand on your hands you know and you're trying to eat something and you get something out of your eye but you got sand all your hands and then you gotta go in the water and get it all washed off and then you come back and you sit down and you get more sand on your hands there's <laughs> a sand on the towel you know if it's windy out that day forget about it you know do you ever yeah. have those friends that were like, oh, man, picnics on the beach, and they want to bring, like, sandwiches and stuff, and you're like, what are you even – why are you even doing that? Yeah, and, like, then you just got to embrace the crunch of the sand in your Right, yeah. A healthy like, mouthful of sand with my Whatever. Lettuce. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, that or or you, you slum it and you, you get your, uh, your, like, boardwalk hamburger. Right. Or French fry for oh, yeah. stupid amounts of money. I know, like having ha- I have two kids, so that's all they want. Like, <laughs> if you don't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on you, you're eating hamburger or chicken fingers. That's right, it. Man. So pizza too. Oh yeah, they'll do pizza. They'll pizza, do pizza. Too, yeah, that's that's the go-to. That's the you know, no one says no to pizza. Yeah, I, I can be completely full and somebody be like, "You want pizza?" And I'm like, ah, "Yeah, I guess." Yes, I guess I'll have it. So you mentioned in the um, in the what's your question thing that you're a vegetarian. Is that uh, how long have you been vegetarian? Has that been forever, or is that uh, about about five years now? Okay. You know? um, I uh, I was always kind of weird about meat. Uh, ever you know for as long as I remember, Nothing right. like I would always eat it, you know. But like if you put like this big steak in front of me and we're like, hey man, like. You know, go ahead, go to town on the steak, cut it up, you know, do your thing. I'd be like, eh, you know. But, like, if it was, like, cut up and cooked well done, then I would eat it, you know. Like, I, okay. I, I never really liked eating things off the bone. And it, and then it got to a point where I was eating so much chicken every week. And I was like, man, how many, how many chickens got to die to feed me? <laughs> I'd always be thinking that. And then, like... Uh, I watched that documentary, What the Health. And oh, then, yeah, I've seen that. And then, like, uh, 
man that was yeah if you're especially if you're already kind of skeeved out a little bit yeah it's like you watch something like that and it's like all right i'm good right I'm off good. right over that edge I'm and absolutely I, good. I had cut out pork like a while before that you know because i just couldn't do pork anymore i just found it so disgusting you know and then and then that i was like all right i'm, I'm done and my wife was like yeah sure we'll see how long that lasts and you know five years later uh, here we are are you just vegetarian or are you like full-on vegan uh, I'm just a vegetarian, you know, it's what's considered a uh, octo-lacto-vegetarian, so I don't eat meat, I don't eat fish, but I, I'll still eat products that animals make, like uh, eggs or, um, right. you know, like cheese or milk or something like that, so. Yeah, I think cheese would be the hardest one to, to yeah. get away from. Well, if yeah, anything, is done, then. Cheese. Like I mean, great. there's there's still a bunch a bunch of cheese substitutes and stuff too. Which, yeah, there's some good ones. There's yeah. definitely some good ones. I my if there are good ones, my brother-in-law doesn't use them. <laughs> I know that for a fact. My my girlfriend tries like um, she has grapes, and so she's trying all these different diets at all different times, and so it's like one week it'll be this, and then she's trying to eat this way or that way. So we've tried like literally everything and just, you know, it's like, all right, let's do this for a while. Let's check it out and see how it works and how it works with her and stuff. It's, it's that like that figuring out your health kind of thing, right? You know, like you're always kind of like, okay, this is my body and how does it deal with this and how does it deal with that? Um, I read and I heard that you've been doing more like intermittent fasting. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... Um what's that been like how have you found that to, like i people that have done it or talked about it said that sometimes it makes them have less energy do you find that especially like before matches and stuff like yeah. that like um, how long do you go before a match and i mean um at, at first you know it's it's hard to do things while you're fasting you know you just kind of get into the you gotta get into the swing of it you know but you know i man like the other week i wrestled uh I had this indie show I had, and then, like, on my way to the indie show, like, someone else called me, like, hey, do you think you can come do this show uh, when you're done at that one? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So, like, I had, like, two, like, 20-minute matches, and I didn't eat for either of them. I'd been fasting for, like, at, by the time I ate, it was, like, almost 24 hours. So, like, I, wow. but, but I was good, you know? I was, like, I could have gone for longer, but I was like, you know, I, I should probably... <laughs> should probably eat now you know it's, <laughs> right. burn so many calories and all but at first it was it was very hard to wrestle while fasting like because you, you were you know used to you know getting like some food in you beforehand and having that yeah. those calories to burn off but man i remember like my first match fasting i was like <gasps> oh <laughs> man but now it doesn't really bother me you know so um it all it all kind of depends on the day and the time of the show for me like of what time i'm wrestling at like i usually try to hold off until after i wrestle to break my fast but um you know sometimes i'm not wrestling to eight nine ten o'clock and then that kind of yeah. becomes you know just like annoying you know it's like right right <laughs> you know especially at like two in the morning Especially if you like, uh, it's a big show, like a pay-per-view or something, and you're already kind of like anxious, you know, yeah. about it. Like, like the, um, 
the best in the world pay-per-view was just uh, the other week. And, you know, anytime, like, the pay-per-view shows, you always get, like, anxious about them, you know? Especially it being the first one back for Ring of Honor with fans back and stuff. Yeah, so, right, right. But then you, like, mix that anxiety with fasting, and you're just like, oh, you know? <laughs> it's just like, oh, man. And, like, it's funny because one of my friends was like, what, why do you do this to yourself all the time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I mean, it, it becomes crazy, though, because you just become so, like, used to, like, not eating that. Um, if you were to just, like, wake up and, like, you know, eat breakfast and then eat lunch and, like, just go on that, like, two-hour, two uh, you know, meal type thing. And that's what I used to always do. It was, like, every two hours yeah. I would eat. But, like, now it just seems like such a foreign thing, you know? So if I can go like 18 hours without eating and then just like had that like last like six hours, you know, just to like, you know, then it's like it's feeding time at that point, you know. So, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I ain't got to worry about anything else right now, but just eating, you know. So, right. uh, but you get so much more work done and you, you, uh, you know, you just focus on other things and just drink coffee to help with your appetite. Uh I definitely don't recommend people starting off with like really long fasts. You know, if you could do like an eight hour and then bump it up to 10 hour and 12 and kind of go like along that. So, you know, I don't, I don't recommend people hopping into like 16 or 18 hours right off. Right. Right. Yeah. Let you build up to it. Cause if you don't, you're going to just get, you're going to starve yourself and you're going to get frustrated and it's not going to work out for you. So start in little increments. I actually can't eat. Well, we're, we're musicians. I, obviously oh, um and i can't eat before a show I, I i sing and i can't eat eight hours before a show right oh, six wow. to eight hours <laughs> but i but and then like come showtime like depending on when we go on so I'll, I'll a lot of times i'll miss lunch but if we're on late if we're if we're closing or whatever I, i'm such a grouch i'm right. such a grouch and then it's finding finding food at two o'clock in the morning and it's like no this is awful. Did you find that? Did it did it affect your mood or anything like that? Or um, no, no. Like you know, I'm just like kind of like just waiting to eat. You know, right. like, <laughs> it's like oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, you seem pretty like laid back in that regard, for sure. Yeah, you know, you just you know, if you're gonna get angry about it or whatever, then why are you doing it? You know, that's fair. Yeah, yeah man, you shouldn't do anything you get angry about. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense right. at all. Right. So that's awesome. I found that interesting when I when I heard it, just because I know that like as a as a as a fan of professional wrestling, I've been a fan my entire life, and I've always like looked at wrestlers, and especially in the last number of years, it's like greatest athletes bar none you know what i mean just the athleticism is is incredible so when you hear about like somebody like you that's like yeah i'm, I'm fasting for eight hours ten hours something like that it's like oh man because i've always heard you know maybe not bodybuilders but people that were working on their body and doing more athletics it's like you do the eat every two hours eat every three hours you're grazing you're doing that and you hear so much stuff so it's like interesting to hear somebody that's that's got a thing that they figured out for themselves where it's yeah. like, what I do and it works and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I dig it, you know, but yeah. like what works for me may not work for you guys. Or, or right. Of course. course, you know, so everybody's just got to fi find their thing, you know? Yeah. I, I, mean, remember, I remember like probably about like 10 years ago, uh, 
Chris Hero had told me about this, and I was like, intermittent fasting, like, oh, man, no way. Like, it's just not going to hurt. <laughs> and it just wasn't my thing, you know. But I was I was listening to this podcast, and they would always be talking about intermittent fasting and, like, how all the great benefits that they would get from it. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens. And I wound up working. So. That's cool, man. Yeah, it works. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. For sure. So. Tell me what what was cooler, wrestling at MSG or wrestling on a cruise ship? Ooh, uh, <clears throat> probably wrestling at MSG because you know you never really <clears throat> aspire to wrestle on a cruise ship. Yeah, it's just like one of these opportune things that happens, and he was like, "Oh man, but." Yeah, man, that was a really good time. The cruise, you know, uh, you know, obviously, uh, I, <laughs> I actually did a lot of fasting on that cruise because there wasn't like a whole bunch of like vegetarian options. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? So uh, I would just be like eating a lot of like my protein bars and protein shakes that I, I brought, you know, because you know, obviously, I could go like eat pizza or something like that, but that doesn't right. really fit into my diet or anything, you know. And that's mm-hmm. not really good food to be putting into you, but. Um, yeah, that that was a great time. Um, you know, it's a lot of like uh, fasting and protein shakes and carrot sticks and celery and, and, <laughs> beer, and beer. You know, that's, <laughs> like where I was getting all my calories from. But uh, right, right. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, and then wrestling MSG, man. Oh, you know, that was just like, you know, that was just crazy. You know, I remember when Ring of Honor first ran uh the hammerstein ballroom and i was like oh my gosh this is as big as it gets you know like this is this is great you know and you never even like thought to like you know for msg because that was always just like wwe's you know uh right right. building you know so it just seemed unattainable or whatever unless you were going to wwe and Mm -hmm. man and to find out that we sold it out you know it was crazy you know like just uh but you know it was cool like because i was always a, a big like new jersey devils fan uh growing up as a oh, kid. okay and um you know they like i i somehow uh they needed me to like take pictures with a fan and they brought me into the rangers locker room like and i was like what oh, the man. hell and, like, <laughs> like, <"Yeah." laughs> thumbs down for the rangers you know so nice that's awesome yeah that was a uh, an awesome show. It was really, really cool. Like a lot of really cool moments and stuff like that. We'll be right back. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And before we get into this week, if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more bacon to my podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast. Over there, you will get access to monthly live streams, discounts on merch, early and commercial-free access to Bacon's My Podcast episodes. Some of them are even extended surprise giveaways, additional shows, including Tasting Is My Passion, and, of course, Cooking With Bacon Is My Passion. And, oh yeah, you get a crap ton of music. That's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's band's previous, current, Whatever it is, you'll get access to that music, demos, 
and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast and learn what the hoopla is all about. I am Flesh Imo from my top five podcast and you have been listening. This is what happens when I introduce the art podcast, you bastards. You're just it's watching. total red light panic. I love we it. We love it. I'm no Flesh Imo. Oh, you just interrupted you, me now. Yeah. You just interrupted the swing. Who is this guy? You Who is this guy? your mouth. I'm Flesh Imo from my top five podcast and you've been consuming Bacon is my podcast. Now you're you're going to be going, and I'm sure it's not the first time, but you're going to be wrestling 2300 Arena soon too. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. I mean, you you were a fan of ECW and stuff like that. So how how does it feel to like wrestle in an arena like that? Especially, I mean, yeah, MSG has a lot of history, mm-hmm. but like I feel for like for our age, our generation, more of our memories are from the 2300 Arena, almost. I don't know about you guys, but uh, for me. I mean, uh, I went to the ECW arena for the first time in 1994 when I was six years old. And went o- I went to a whole bunch of wrestling shows uh, there after that. So um, definitely holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I-, I wrestled there, you know, tons and tons and tons and tons of times. And it just never gets old, you know. You just always think like <clears throat> about like where stuff like you know may have happened like oh like there's the eagle's nest or uh you know there's that pole there that would always, you'd always see when the guys were walking out or just right. stupid yeah. stuff like that you know and like the the outside of the building and you know there was always cool to like go down to tony luke's before the show you know but can't do that no more being a vegetarian <laughs> not a lot there but, yeah but uh i'm excited i'm excited to be going back to the 2300 arena because uh we got two big nights there um you know on the uh august 20th and the 21st mm-hmm. so uh and i'm with the one night i'm actually wrestling one of my stable mates in the foundation the octopus jonathan aggression and it's for the ring of honor pure title and man uh there's there's not many people who can uh, who can say that they're one of the best in the world, but Jonathan Gresham can definitely, definitely, uh, you know, make that claim. And uh, I'm very interested in uh, getting in there, mixing it up with with him once again. You know, and like I said, he's a, a partner of mine. But in our only singles encounter, I actually beat him uh, in 2019. So that's precedent, man. It sets precedent. Go. So. Uh, I'm looking to uh, head out of uh, the, the ECW arena with, or the 2300 arena with the Ring of Honor Pure title. Nice. I, uh, I, I really like the, uh, the concept of the Pure title. When they, when they announced that yeah. and, and they created that, I, I, I was so intrigued by it because, you know, now you got, you got your AEWs and you know, Ring of Honor has always been very much more of a sports presentation and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And, but the pure title. I, I love the concept. I love the idea. I almost, I almost like. I, I wish they would do more of that on their, you know, on their television. But obviously, they get only so much room and enough titles, you know. But uh, yeah, I love the concept. I, and I, I like the fact that it doesn't look like it's it's very popular. It looks like it's going to stay. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's really cool to like watch it on TV too, with like the, the scoreboard and like yeah. the rope breaks that each guy yeah. has, and just has a whole another uh, element to professional wrestling. And um, really, you uh, as a fan, you can kind of sit back and watch the wrestlers' strategies and figure out why guys are, you know, what why is he going for his leg over here? Like, oh, you know, he he has this. Uh, big drop kick that he throws and uh you know if i attack his leg it's going to hinder one of his signature moves you know so there's a whole lot more of uh thinking to it than just you know your everyday wrestling in uh, 2021 <laughs> yeah, it's what? a little a little a little bit more thought out than um than like raw underground or something right yeah <laughs> right, right. that was thought out yeah. um no i, I like that too because it's you, you think at when you look at pro wrestling it's like it's it's you think like how, how hard is it to introduce something that is new or that hasn't kind of been seen or hasn't been done or is a new way to look at it and uh, i thought that was a really cool kind of thing where it was like oh this like it makes everything mean something in a tangible way that you can kind of like see and you can look at it and it invites fans into the like you were saying the uh like the strategies yeah yeah which i think is pretty awesome because i've always I've always my favorite wrestlers were always the ones that like I kind of understood why they were doing things. I always like my guys when I was growing up were like Bret Hart and was like you know Shawn Michaels and it was it was the guys that like had technique. You know, um, I was never I was never a Hulkamaniac. I was never I just didn't like the I just didn't do it for me. You know, I was and I like the bad guys, but uh, I was a savage mark. <laughs> <laughs> But I like that idea that you can you can look at it and you go, oh, cool, like you said, like oh, he's he's going after his leg because, you know, he throws he throws a killer dropkick and he wants to take that out of the arsenal. I think that's awesome. I love when you see the, the strategy happening. You know, there's a reason behind things. Um, now you go under sh shows since you were like four, like you said, uh, you've been a lifelong fan, so you've seen it presented in so many different ways. Do you? Um, as a fan, do you prefer wrestling when it's presented as more of a legit sport or are you into, or do you prefer when it gets some of the, um, some of the more campy stuff and some of the more like crazy storyline stuff, or do you like a mix of the two? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a fan of, uh, wrestling as a sport, you mm -hmm. know, uh, my, my favorite wrestling to go back and watch is like, uh, the NWA and uh, Mid South wrestling, you know, world class wrestling, and a lot of the stuff from the '80s, and uh, a lot of the Ring of Honor stuff over the years as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, uh, you know, when I, you know, I went to the first Ring of Honor show ever, and like that was like, really, yeah, I was, I was like, as a fan, and I was, like, man, like, this is wrestling as a sport, like this is mm -hmm. like something that. I wanted to do, you know, like I'd always wanted to be a wrestler, but I often say that had I not gone to that Ring of Honor show, um, the first Ring of Honor show and, you know, become a fan of Ring of Honor, that I probably wouldn't have followed through with it because I've seen guys there like who are similar size to me. And I was like, oh man, like, you know, this is cool. Like, you know, I, I, I'm, right, I can see I'm, myself there. I'm, I'm taller than him. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you right. know, like I can do this, you know. So, and it, and it, I was like, wow, like, and this, this is a whole, you know, we were used to watching wrestling 
on TV where it wasn't really treated seriously. You know, you kind of right like you know before that, like you know, you kind of like just everything would be like about the promos beforehand right. or whatever. Yeah. You know, so uh, mm-hmm. and finding Ring of Honor, you know, led me back to all that other old stuff that you know I was talking about before. You know, because I watched you know WCW and WWF as a kid and mm-hmm. ECW too, but you know, uh, going back into into the 80s and watching all that stuff that was really good stuff yeah it's cool because yeah you got like when it comes to roh you you guys do matches you know you have an hour mm-hmm. you fill that hour with matches and it's still the storylines still progress you know you may not see every single person on the card every week like every uh, on the roster rather every week and it's i, I don't know i i find it to be a lot more easy to watch Mm-hmm. Then like you can a jump raw in. and a smackdown and a you know seven hours of wrestling in a week it's is a lot. like it's a lot, lot. And but there's something for everybody and I and, think, and, and like and and it's not even wrestling you got like the first half hour of a show is a promo to set up the rest of the show and backstage vignettes right it's like you know think about it like this you know when when you're watching a show on Netflix or something and you know. And it, it comes to the end, you know, you want to be able to hit that button and be like, oh, you know, let's watch the next one, you know. And yeah, yeah. But, you know, you sit there and you watch a three-hour wrestling show and you're just like, oh, thank God it's over, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but like, yeah. the cool thing about Ring of Honor is it doesn't overstay its welcome, you know. It's one uh, yeah. hour or so. And, you know, a lot of the wrestling shows on TV right now aren't one hour, so yeah. – you know, I think there's a lot of supplement too, which is yeah, cool. You know, I think Ring of Honor, uh, that's one of the best things that they have going for them. You know, uh, granted, it sucks that you don't always get to see everybody every week, like you said, but uh, it makes it more meaningful when you do see your favorite wrestler. Yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, we got to take a quick time out. As you can probably tell by now, Jim and I we're t-shirt guys and we're always always looking for the most comfortable and best fitting t-shirts possible when it comes to ourselves or our merch sometimes they're soft and they unravel in a few washes sometimes they're durable but they feel like sandpaper on your nipples and it's just not our thing well maybe it's jim's thing but it's definitely not my thing and you know sometimes you clean your shirts and from sweating at work or on stage, they just kind of get all funky even after you clean them. Well, Fresh Clean Tees is a solution for all your t-shirt woes. With multiple styles and colors, they keep you looking so fresh and so clean. Go to baconismypodcast.com, click on the Sponsors tab, and click on the Fresh Clean Tees link. And start looking great and feeling great without spending a fortune. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Click on the Sponsors tab, then scroll to that Fresh Clean Tees link to start looking comfortable and stylish at affordable prices. Would you Would you be willing to do just a bumper for us quick? Sure. Just say, hey, it's Eric Bischoff, and you're consuming Bacon Is My Podcast. Yep. Whenever you're Whenever ready. I, f- I forgot. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Hi, everybody. I am Eric Bischoff, and you're listening to Bacon is My Podcast. Uh, I was just saying I like how um, you have this great roster in Ring of Honor, and I, I like that you don't see them all the time because, like you were saying, it does make it more special. And I also like that you don't watch the show knowing that there's all this talent and they use like two people in like four segments of the show. And it's like, you don't need like, and then there's replays and I'm like, come on, just yeah. give me, let me see some match. Let me see some people. Let me, let me enjoy a show. You know, stop trying to sell me something. Yeah. <laughs> just let me, let me enjoy myself for, for an hour, you yeah. know, or two hours or whatever, you know? So that's one thing I definitely appreciate about the shows also. Um, I, I wanted to ask you because, um, as a wrestler, you're an independent contractor, right? Or you're a, a uh, um, you're your own boss to, to a great extent. Um, and it's kind of similar as far as being musicians and stuff. So you start to pick up all these other skills uh, because you're making your own T-shirts and you're making your own website and you're, you know, promoting this and you're on social media for this. And you're so what are um, I know for me, I've had to like some of the skills are, are like, OK, now I can edit videos. Now I can do graphic design or I know who to call to do this. What are some things you've like picked up uh, over all this time of kind of like being being a wrestler and being a t-shirt salesman and being a uh, social media person and be, you know, like all these things that you have to wrap up in there. And does it drive you nuts having to do all that? Uh, well, I still haven't figured out social media. <laughs> <laughs> Me either, man. <laughs> still trying to figure that one out, but uh, I guess maybe like um, editing videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I used to do like a lot of like, uh, you know, like short film esque videos, like right. on my YouTube, and uh, you know, I would edit them all on my own and do it on my phone, and just you know, and, and it was just like a fun, like little thing to pick up. You know, I used to like take a class, like a telecommunications class in high school, okay. uh, where we would use like these editors and stuff. So I had some like knowledge of how to do it, but I didn't know how to use the program on my phone, and yeah, but yeah. you know something like that you know that's cool and like just like you know um you know when you're doing the indie shows it's just cool like you know having like you said like your own business you know what i mean and like like all right gotta have my photos here and like my t-shirts and right. you're like thinking of all this stuff and like you know if you're like if you if you run out of one you're like oh man like you know i, I, I need those you know like right right how do i get them before the next show yeah yeah exactly you know need more mediums need more mediums yeah more, more larges <laughs> but um it's just like you know it's 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 cool you know because and you know you can uh interact with the people as well and you know make deals and you know <laughs> do whatever the hell you want you know but i think it's i think it's pretty cool it's something i think people overlook sometimes is because yeah. they 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 look at you and they see you for what you for what you do uh, in the ring or on TV or something like that, but they don't realize that like you're you're a whole self-made brand. Um, you know, you you're selling the shirts, you're showing up and setting up the tables, and you're set, you know being there to talk to people and and creating this this brand and everything. And I think that gets lost sometimes. People don't understand like all the work that goes into that, and damn, it's a lot of work to do. <laughs> 
before you get to go out and and have the best time of your life for 20 minutes, you know, or 30 minutes or whatever that is, you know, and uh, they don't realize it. Then you got to like, okay, I finished my gig. Now I got to go sell some more shirts. Right. I got to go sign some things and all that. And then like, um, you know, the worst is like when you're sitting there and like no one's coming up to the table and you're thinking, like, oh man, like hopefully, uh, hopefully they don't take like a picture of me at this table. And I got like a lonely Virgil. Right. Trip, uh, <laughs> You know. Please don't meme me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we had an almost like that experience. Um, we actually went to Ring of Honor. I don't remember what uh, what pay per view it was, but we went to the TV tapings the night after yeah, in Vegas. Vegas. Um, this was before I think it's twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and uh, Chase Owens was out by the the shirts and stuff, and I was like looking at the shirts and stuff. And he's standing around. And he's just like, "Somebody, please buy my shirt." And I was like, "You know what, Chase? Give me, give me a shirt. Give me a shirt." He said, "Somebody, somebody, buy my shirt and support my gambling habit." I was like, "Let's do this." So, uh, no, it's it's uh, it's definitely definitely yeah, not fun to be sitting there and the trying to hawk uh, hawk t shirts and nobody be there for you. It happens though. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Some, some of these little towns, man, like they. They're not good merch towns, you know. So, yeah, yeah, you start to you start to know, right? You start to kind of like, okay, we're here this weekend, so I know I can sell so much here because I'm not selling anything the next day. And then, oh, cool, I got we got this stop, and I know they're always good there. And well, here. like the key to it is like really going on before intermission, you know. If yeah, if it if it's intermission, you haven't wrestled yet, right? Man, it's 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 a rough one, you know, because right, right. <laughs> And then you try to come out after the show, but people, you know, they spent their money already, you know, and they want to hit the road and, you know, the parents want to get the kids out of there before they spend any more money, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, that's yeah, man. people the, think main events, the pole position, not so much. Yeah. Not so much. No, I'm always trying to get on before intermission. <laughs> um, so you guys, uh, the foundation. Hello. We got you. Okay, yeah. You All right, cool. Completely froze there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you guys have like these sick masks that you come out with for your entrances and stuff. Who came up with that concept, and where did you get them? Like, they don't they don't look like Party City off the yeah. Wall he, kind those of aren't masks. off the rack masks. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, it kind of all spawned from uh, Jonathan Gresham's uh, octopus mask, if you guys have ever seen that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I always thought that that mask was badass. And then uh, when Gresham, you know, when we put together Foundation, like he wanted us each to, like, have, like, a mask that defined our character and all that sort of stuff, right? So, you know, I was like, oh, man, like, what the hell's my mask going to be, you know? <laughs> but, like... Um, and I, you know, some people like don't understand, like, you know, oh, why is he wearing a mask? Like, what, what does his mask even mean? You know, but like, what it is, is like, there's two sides and like, it's, you know, my name being the professional, there's two sides to professional, you know, there's like the one business side and then there's the one, you know, that the, it's a constant professional. And then there's the other side where, 
it's a killer side, you know, and it's the professional that's, you know, hired to take you out. So, right. you know, I always thought like the double on conjure was probably a pretty cool thing, but, um, yeah, you know, the, uh, the guy who made them, um, he actually makes masks for movies and stuff and he's out of Mexico and, uh, I don't want to divulge too much information because nah, I'm fair enough. Style, you know, <laughs> so we see all these people on the Indies with similar looking masks. And just right. Like, yeah. But, um, yeah, they're, they're not, uh, they're not cheap either. So, um, you know, very, very expensive, but you know, you got to spend money to make money. Right. True. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's a, it's a badass like part of your presentation and, Oh man, it's 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 awesome. I really do like the the whole foundation concept and stuff like that. I, I and like the and, and that, it's something so cool too because like you know um, now like I have like so many more like you know options for merchandise and so much more marketable with that Mac. Right. So it works out for for myself as well. Yeah, yeah, man. Action figures. Yeah, yeah. action figures, bro. <laughs> I've seen ROH has a few of them. I've seen a couple of them, and uh, they look kind of rough. Yeah. You know, the figures, toys, they got better, you know, as it went along. The first series was kind of eh, but um, the the Jay Lethal and Brody King that just came out, they look pretty badass. So hoping that, uh, you know, they're, they'll put one out for my, myself eventually. You know, that'd be yeah, pretty man. cool. You know, pretty dope. But yeah. uh, I may have to just go the Shane Taylor route and, you know, get my own figure made. I was, I was just going to say, you're going to, like, if they don't do it, just got to make your own. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Shane Taylor made uh, made a bunch of figs all for himself. You know, Well, you know, obviously he's going to sell them. <laughs> he's That's not nice. going to sit around his house and play with them. But uh, <laughs> they never know. Well, uh, that's that's true. Um, but they came out looking pretty cool, you know. Uh, a little bit expensive, but you know, like I said before, you know, uh, it takes takes you got to spend money to make money. Spend you know, money to make money. Yeah, yeah. invest well, here, in yourself. Here's a, here's a fun little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, Rhett Titus is actually making the hot tag for Shane Taylor, who couldn't make it tonight. Uh, yeah, that's true. That wow. is true. Yeah, because. Uh, I don't know. I guess he. I guess he took you. You know, he was booked, and then he big timed us. He big timed us. Shane Taylor <laughs> promotions. You know, he's got big things going on. Oh man! Hey, well. <laughs> now you know what? I'm. I'm. I'm happier. No, they, hey, listen. <laughs> I'm happy. That's fine. Hey, we're maybe, team bruise. We're team. We're team bouncers anyway. So. I'm. I'm an all night express guy. So. <laughs> maybe next week, uh, Big Shane will come on. You know, but uh, we, we, we're booked already. Yeah, if, we'll we'll book him and then we'll uh, we'll cancel him and we'll call you up. <laughs> Which, uh, you want to start the uh, the pod decks? You want to yeah, pay yeah, some yeah. bills so, here? Yeah. So, um, Rhett, we are actually sponsored by a company called Pod Decks. What they are is they're um, almost like Cards Against Humanity, a little bit cleaner, more of like a PG. But basically what it is, is it's a product that helps podcasters who don't have verbal diarrhea like us uh, break the ice a little bit, you know, so you can get like uh, episode ideas, interview questions, all that kind of stuff. So what we like to do is um, 
we like to get our guests to pick from one of the decks. Yeah, we gave them a segment, man. We gave yeah. them a segment, and we would like you to choose uh, which deck you would like, and we'll ask you a random pod decks question. So uh, Mike's going to rattle off the names right, so, of the decks. Uh, the names of the decks, we've got the episode deck. We've got interview deck one, interview deck two. Sequel. We've got the what the heck deck and the ever popular would you rather deck. I say what the heck deck. What the heck? All I always right. like the what the heck ones. I'm surprised more people don't pick it. I am too. Yeah, I I, I immediately gravitate towards that. You know, but I've a heard lot all of the people, other stuff. Before. Yeah, everybody everybody likes the would you rather. I don't know. It's yeah. odd. Um, so uh, if you uh, if you're listening and you're interested in something like this, if you're a podcaster or if you just like having like cool little things to break the ice, I I bartend. I'll bring them to the bar with me and things like that. Um, you can go to poddecks.com. And uh, fill up your cart. They got some cool merch. They got the decks. They got all kinds of stuff. And they're a super cool company. Uh, their owner will email you back and thank you. Um, they're just awesome to work with. Very cool people. And um, yeah, the decks are awesome. And you can even uh, put in the promo code bacon, bacon, and get ten percent off your full order because mm-hmm. uh, bacon makes literally everything better. Uh, whether it is uh, regular bacon or vegetarian bacon, it all just makes yeah. it better. It all not, just makes it better. Not hard to remember either. No, not this shirt all. was 10% off as well. Yeah, this shirt, this uh, podcast ACDC ish shirt. Oh, wow. Yep. So, uh, Rhett, I'm going to fan these out, and young James here is going to scroll his finger. Scroll. So, for you listening, I'm scrolling. And you just tell him when to stop. Uh,. Right here. Right. Nice. I like this question. I like this question. All right. Rhett Titus, what strange thing would you like to happen at your funeral to make people laugh? Hmm. Um, does it have to be my funeral? Because... It, that's kind of dark, but it doesn't have to be now. Maybe when just when I die, like a few of my buddies can like prop me up like uh, weekend at Bernie's and weekend at uh, Bernie's you around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Have one last weekend and go out with a bang, you know, and uh, nice. You know, just uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's a great answer. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. I uh, I, I thought like that like have a party don't tell anybody and then just like sit you up in the corner or something and just yeah. have you there at the party with some shades on everybody's taking pictures with you because it's your party and then in the middle of it just let them all know oh yeah by the way <laughs> surprise maybe, maybe put me behind the dj booth all propped up like. <laughs> totally right <laughs> like dude he's killing it yeah yeah <laughs> i got a beer in one hand and like right you know just and like someone has my head on a string and I'm bopping my head to the music. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I'm into that. 100%. That's great. <laughs> Amazing, actually. Uh, I, th- I think now I know what to put in my will. Yeah. Put in the will and it's, it's got to happen. You have to do it. Yeah. My, my, uh, uncle, my uncle passed away a few years ago and, and his whole thing was I just want everybody to go to a bar, have me cremated, everybody go to the bar one night, yep. just drink, just hang out. And that's what we did. And I was, was pretty awesome. That's I was like, this guy's got the right idea. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Somehow funerals always end up with drinking afterwards. Yeah, they tend they tend to, right? <laughs> yeah. 
But it's all right. Yeah. That's, right. that's why we start before. Commercial break. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. And before we get into this week, if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more Bacon's My Podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Bacon is my podcast. Over there, you will get access to monthly live streams, discounts on merch, early and commercial free access to Bacon is my podcast episodes. Some of them are even extended surprise giveaways, additional shows, including Tasting is my passion, and of course, Cooking with Bacon is my passion. And oh yeah, you get a crap ton of music. That's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's bands, previous, current, whatever it is, you'll get access to that music, demos, and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast and learn what the hoopla is all about. This is Johnny B. Bad, the bad man of world championship wrestling, and you're consuming bacon is my podcast. And if you don't like it, it's going to be a blessing to teach you a lesson. We bring the mood down, Jim. That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> Having a good time? We'll wreck it. We'll wreck it. No worries. Uh, speaking of music, though, what uh, what kind of music are you into? And, and like, how does that affect your obviously on the road a decent amount? I'm, not, the, not since the pandemic, but right, right. like now you're getting back out on the road and stuff. So how does that impact your road buddies as well? Um, you know, to be honest, I, uh, I haven't really listened to a whole lot of music in the past few years. Uh, mm -hmm. I was always like big into like, um, hip hop and rap and that sort of thing. And I always dug that, but, uh, you know, I just, I listen to so many podcasts that, um, you know, I'm constantly trying to be caught up and right, right. Yeah. You know, well, what are, what are some of your favorite podcasts? Like if, uh, if you could oh. recommend a podcast to somebody, what's the first one that you recommend? Oh, yeah. If someone's like, Hey, what's a podcast that you can recommend for me? If it wasn't like a, a pro wrestling uh, podcast, cause I listen to a lot of pro wrestling podcasts, right. but, but, um, Mark Bell, um, he has uh, Mark Bell's power project, mm -hmm. you know, um, Mark Bell is actually a former pro wrestler. Um, his brother was the documentarian behind uh, Bigger, Stronger, Faster. If you guys ever oh, saw, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was the like the weightlifter in it. You know, the right. brother weightlifter. But you know, he was a wrestler before, prior to that. But yeah, he listened. He has a really good podcast, and um, you know, he always has like different like fitness people on, or different people from sports, even some people from wrestling and stuff like that, and. You know, that's one of the places where, you know, they were talking about fasting and all that stuff that got me yeah. into, you know, uh, that one, uh, that one's definitely pretty cool. You know, nice. what are, what are some of your favorite wrestling podcasts? Yeah. Um, well, the, the, what's my bacon podcast first and foremost, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, always gotta listen to that one every, every, uh, Monday when it drops, you know, <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, Probably um, whatever Jim Cornette podcast come out, you know. I'm always, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always like the Jim Cornette podcast, and yeah, uh, he's a fun one. And uh, lately, I've really been getting into um, that new Jeff Jarrett podcast. That's really yeah. Cool. 
It's, I haven't checked that one out yet. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, it's really good. Really, and, really good. And uh, just because you know, you never really heard too much, you know, stories from Jeff Jarrett like that, you know, because like obviously, like you know, your your Eric Bischoff podcast and right. yeah. your Bruce Pritchard ones, you kind of, right. you know, kind of loosely heard a lot of those stories over the years, but like you never really heard Jeff Jarrett's side of a lot of things, which is pretty cool to listen to. And uh, the Orn podcast, um, I don't know if you guys listen to that, but lately, ever since like they kind of changed the format format up a little bit and they've been going from like the beginning of his career all the way through his career and like each stops he made and everything oh, that cool. happened it's kind of like a like a, a biography version of a podcast if that makes any sense okay. yeah, yeah yeah that's been really good lately too so yeah i i, I haven't listened to the yarn one I, I listened to 83 weeks uh the jeff jarrett one i like that because he was behind a lot of like really controversial stuff that happened in wrestling and like you hear about the walkouts and and dude started his own wrestling promotion and stuff like that right, right. and what is it it's like 12 episodes in now and they like just scratched the surface of all of it like the starting of tna was like four episodes and it, and it was i was hooked the whole time they're not yeah. short either they're like the one of them was like three hours nice yeah, it's funny, like I said, because I'm always listening to podcasts, trying to get, get caught up. Mm-hmm. I actually listened to my podcast on uh, one and a half X, so my wife like can't stand listening to them with me. Because <laughs> the guys are always talking like this. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I found you can, you can get like one and a half times is probably the fastest you can go. Otherwise, it's impossible to follow. But I've done that too, where like I'll see a super long one and I'll be like, yeah, maybe I can take this one a little bit faster and, and follow it. See, I've never done that. I've never done oh, that Oh, dude, before. it makes it go by faster. It I really actually, does. Yeah. So I, I listen to most of my podcasts. I have like a 10-minute commute to and from work. Mm-hmm. and But I, I listen to podcasts while I cook. Like I'll come home from work. I'll just fire the phone up and just go. And, and you know, my wife is not a fan of that because I, I, I don't put it in headphones or anything like that. I just let it go. Right. She's like, you know, the kids are, are like here. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. They're great. <laughs> Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. Okay. So in a world of streaming services, where can you find breaking news, live sports, and a mountain of entertainment? Look no further than Paramount Plus. With plans as low as $5.99 per month, you'll gain access to the following. Live news from both national and and local CBS networks, live sports from the NFL, NCAA, PGA, and much, much more. Your favorite MTV, BET, Nickelodeon, and Comedy Central shows from past and present. New original content like The Stand or Star Trek Picard or SpongeBob's Camp Coral, Smithsonian Channel shows and documentaries, movies, and much, much more. Go to BaconIsMyPodcast.com, click on the Sponsors tab, and click on that Paramount Plus link. And open yourself to a peak streaming service. That's BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Click on the Sponsors tab. Then on the Paramount Plus link and dive into thousands of episodes, live TV, original series, and hit movies right now. Do it. Hey, this is Ring of Honor's Beer City Bruiser, and and when I'm cracking some cold ones and throwing them back, I love, 
I love to take in bacon as my podcast, and so should you. Do you find that you are uh, more of a fan now? Are you able to stay the same kind of fan now? Like, how, how do you feel about pro wrestling after being in it for so long? Do you still like? Do you still get swept up in it and kind of lost in it and stuff? Uh, at times, yeah, but like, some like now sometimes I'll I'll be watching with like a fine eye. Yeah, so, yeah, analyzing. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, gosh, and you know, and you know. Sometimes it can uh, can do more uh, harm for you than good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just watching and like, man, like, what are these guys thinking? You know. <laughs> when's When's the last time you saw something that made you go like, "This is awesome. This is why. This is like, this is what I love about this." Um. Man, I I I, I dug the best in the world pay per view. You know, and especially yeah. watching. Back, you know, like I was like that pay per view from top to bottom was like awesome, <laughs> you know. Like fans yeah. were on fire, pretty sick, man. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Gresham versus Mike Bennett. That match was amazing. that was great. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is this is what makes me a fan right here. Nice. Yeah, I mean, and and yeah, Gresham bringing that out of Mike Bennett because you know Mike Bennett got a bad rap from being in WWE and going through that garbage but like dude can go yeah. <laughs> dude can go and and absolutely that's what's awesome about you know the, the roh pay-per-views and tv it's like oh these people they can go and this is this is cool this is awesome so yeah that was a good sh- that was a good show a very good show you actually you didn't even get to wrestle with your uh your tag team partner right yeah he uh he got hit by a car <laughs> <laughs> so uh so so uh Jay, Jay Lethal? Uh, no, it was no Gresham yeah. uh, wrestled the second time. Yeah, Gresham filled in. You know, Jay Lethal was supposed to fill in, but you know he got kind of brutalized by Brody King, and so uh, yeah. Gresham had to fill in right after his uh, pure title defense against Michael Bennett, and uh, he was a little worse for wear after that twenty-plus minute match. You know, yeah, we don't have to talk about the outcome. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Um, so. If you were to add one person, and I, I, I think I know that there's an obvious answer, but if you were to add one person to the foundation, any any promotion at all, who would it be? Oh man, I mean, that is- uh, uh, probably uh, probably Brian Danielson. You know, um, the uh, that's what I put in the notes. That's what I put in the notes. He, um, you know, he was in the very first main event of the first Ring of Honor yeah. show and kind of always stood for what Ring of Honor was built upon, even though he was the one who eventually won the pure title from Nigel McGuinness and, you know, uh, unified the pure in the world title and thus doing away with the pure division. Um, mm-hmm. Brian did a lot more for pure wrestling than a lot of other people ever have. Um, right. and, uh, you know what a what a guy to add, right? You know he's yeah. a very uh, hot, popular name right now, and uh, you he's know. relatively technical too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he he uh, he had a hand in training me as well, so yeah. Uh, yeah. that'd be cool to see all that come full circle. But yeah, man, 
Cool. So uh, we'll probably wrap it up. But I think one of the things that we always talk to our our guests about, whether it be bands or whatever, is pranks. Uh, because we yeah, notoriously we, used to pull pranks on each other. Like pull pranks on each other. Separate bands. bands. So what is the best rib you've ever pulled? And what's the best one that's been pulled on you? Maybe not even best, just one you're particularly proud of. <laughs> well, one of the best ones that um, ever uh, was pulled on me was uh, I was 2007 or so. And, you know, I wasn't even 21 yet, but somehow I found myself in all these bars in New York City after one of the uh, one of the Renovano shows. And, um, you know, uh, and I woke up not remembering much and... Uh, <laughs> The entire locker room and the entire, uh, you know, staff and everybody in Ring of Honor um, convinced me that I was down in the theater district uh, making out with guys. <laughs> and, um, hey, man. <laughs> like, and, like, yeah, some old, yeah, you're making out with some old ball guy. And I was like, oh, man. Hey, and man. It, you're addicted to love. Never mind the fact that I was so hungover too, and like throwing up that day, and just like, oh my gosh! <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget. Like I, w I went to the TikTok diner that was like really close to um, the uh, the Manhattan Center there, and uh, I got some food. And I'm eating it, and like some toast and like eggs, and I'm trying to feel better, and and it just it just wasn't feeling good, and like. I just have all, all this like thoughts of making out with a dude in the theater district, and like I'm just like, oh. and <laughs> I, I run into the bathroom, and um, I am like I gotta throw up, and I go to use the toilet, but someone's using the toilet, and I just see the see the sink, <laughs> and like, oh, wow. like throw up. <laughs> And I'll never forget the uh, the janitor walked in when it happened. Oh! And like I'm like looking at him like I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 and I'm like trying to like clean it up, you know, like just oh, you know. And he's just like just just go, just go, <laughs> just get out. And I'm like I like. I like looked in my pocket. And I like took out like a five, and I'm like, "Here, I'm sorry." He's like, oh, give me that. <laughs> hey, he took it. He yeah. took it. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was probably one of the. And then eventually, at the end of the night, I was informed that it was all a big ruse and uh, nice. So, um, well played. Yeah, yeah. So that was probably one of the best ones on me. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's a good. I always, uh, I always think about anytime someone has like a vomit story because I've had many of those. Yeah. Um, is I like I've, I've watched lots of people stumble in and out of because I work at a bar as well. And anytime someone tries to clean up their own, like you're saying, it's always like you'll go in and they'll be and I don't, I'm not trying to be gross or anything like that, but they'll always be like they took like a napkin and there'll be one clean little swipe <laughs> between everything. And they're just like, I took care of it. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. And you're like, it's everywhere except one little spot. You took care of a ring. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Well, 
So any that, you, any that you pulled that you uh, that you enjoy? Oh, oh man, a lot. Uh, <laughs> that you feel comfortable telling? Uh, are you are you trying not to incriminate yourself? Right, Is I was it? gonna say. Uh, <laughs> um. Just any any time I got to play a, uh, a rib on Little Willie Will Ferrara, that was just <laughs> always so much fun because he would get so angry and uh, man, I got <laughs> I got some good ones. Yeah, yeah man. Big, probably, big dogs got to take him down. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he um, he. Uh, I'm trying to think here. He uh, just one time where. Um, I just got him with like three good ones, like all, all weekend. Like one was where like um, he, uh, uh, I was driving and I didn't want to pull over to pee, and I I saw that I had a salad bowl here, and um, <laughs> I peed in the salad bowl, and then like I was like, ah, oh, thank God. Then I realized I had the salad bowl with all this piss in it. <laughs> <laughs> what to do with it? And he was like, "Give me it!" And he like took, like juggling his salad bowl with piss in it, and <laughs> and he like he, like rolls the window down and tries throwing it out, and all over the car, all over him, <laughs> all over the car. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. He, by the end of the weekend, he tried fighting me, and uh, then uh, then a few months later, we became a tag team. <laughs> Isn't that always what happens? It's always the way it starts, man. You can never team with someone that you like right away. Yeah. No, I mean, we always liked each other, but uh, he's trying to skip awful. Just to That's keep great, myself entertained, you know? Yeah. You got to do it on the road, man. There's... there's... It's a lot of the same view <laughs> when you're driving. You gotta do something. Yeah. yeah. Help do you, time do you have the, the driving rule of uh I know I know we do, like um it doesn't matter if you have to pee, like we don't pull over until we gotta get gas because we're trying to make it somewhere. Do you have that or you uh know? usually when I'm by myself, you know? I, yeah. I, kind of kind of do that one or uh if it's really bad i'll just like pull the side of the road and like pretend right, quickly yeah I'm like, I'm like what's wrong with my tire and i like, what's going on with my tire <laughs> oh man like you're looking around like this damn tire <laughs> still going yeah, if I pull over in a bit because a band member has to pee, then that band member is getting driven away from while they're peeing. Like it's just that's what's happening. That's how it's gone. They're gonna have to run and find me. That's your next rib. That's the next one. That and to go back to the gnomes, I keep telling people. Oh yeah, you gotta gnome people. Get gnomes and hide them in their gear so that they find them and they don't know who's doing it. And they're like, why? Why is there gnome? Creepy ass gnome. I like that one, and I'm gonna use that. Yeah, gnome. Definitely know me. So, vomit stories, yeah. urine stories. We've run the gamut here. We've done it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, just remind our listeners where they can find you, Mr. Rhett Titus. And what's uh, coming up. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at 
Rhett Titus A-N-X. That's R-H-E-T-T-T-I-T-U-S-A-N-X. Facebook.com slash Rhett Titus. YouTube.com slash Rhett Titus. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Rhett Titus A-N-X. You can always go to ShopHonor.com and search Rhett Titus and uh, get my Ring of Honor t-shirts over there as well. Um, TikTok.com slash Rhett Titus. Is it TikTok.com or just TikTok app? But No idea. I'm Red Titus on there as well. Right, right. I'm trying to figure that thing out, but, uh, but yeah, and uh, you know, Ring of Honor's got two big nights coming up at the 2300 Arena, August 20th, August 21st. Uh, one night, I'll be taking on Jonathan Gresham for the Pure Title, and one night, I'll be teaming up with the rest of the Foundation, Jonathan Gresham included, Jay Lethal, and Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, and we'll be taking on uh, Violence Unlimited of Chris Dickinson. Homicide, Brody King, and uh, Tony Deppin. So that one, uh, big, big show, big two shows at the arena, uh, live house shows for Ring of Honor. They'll be streaming on the, the Honor Club as well if you can't make it to Philadelphia. But uh, next Thursday, I'll be at Beyond Wrestling in Worcester, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> myself versus uh, Chris Dickinson to. I guess this plays on Monday, so I guess that match will already happen. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm all, I'm all over on the Indies too. So uh, I always just kind of like gotta look at my schedule that week and just figure out where the hell I am. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, you know it gets a lot. It gets to be a lot. You know. Is the schedule up on your uh, on your Twitter or website or anything like that? Do you have something that's got your schedule on it so people can find out? If no, you're in area? I yeah. don't. All right, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, retweet. Uh, you know, see, I always retweet or you know tweet about the shows. So right. you know, something like that. Awesome. So keep in touch and uh, go see them. Go see yeah. a wrestling show. Go see an indie show. Go see a Ring of Honor show. Uh, Check it out, people, and buy some merch. Yes. Buy some merch. Please buy some merch. Support, support, support. Uh, Rhett, thank you so much for spending your time with us. We can't thank you enough. It's been awesome. Thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure. And uh, everybody always ask yourself, man. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well... Just go over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon?
Uh, that was a fun interview. Yeah. Super cool dude. Yeah. Um, I He's another one that like, he's super relaxed. So you don't get a read on him right away. And I was like, is he enjoying this? Yeah. <laughs> is he not enjoying this? But uh, like, he's just another one that's like, man, I could hang out with, with that guy. Yeah, absolutely. You absolutely. Um, I like the fact that he doesn't mind if you eat meat um, around him. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. And uh, yeah, he likes to drink some beers and, and he likes to talk about wrestling. And he loves to talk wrestling. Yeah. And I mean, shit, we could do that for hours. Yeah. We could do that for a long time. Yeah. Very long. Uh, time. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, and yeah, make sure you check out him on ROH TV. Um, it's on Fight TV every Monday. Yeah. I happen to watch that more than I watch Raw because it's easier to watch an hour than it's definitely easier forever. Yeah. And ever. Yeah, it's like a third. Two yes. thirds easier. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, math. Jimmy, yeah. Where, where, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me, me, myself. Uh, I was going to say me, my own self, but no, that's you. No, that's me. That's you. But I'm Jimmy G's Shoes on, uh, on all the socials. That's my personal on all those socials. Jimmy G's Shoes. And uh, Craving Strange, my band is on cravingstrange.net. And from there, you can find us on all of the socials. Uh, we're also on Strangerhood TV, where uh, if you're watching this, you're already here. You if know you're listening to this, you know, strangerhoodtv.com takes you right to the YouTube page that this show is on, as well as a bunch of other cool shows, some music stuff that I do, some music stuff that you do. And uh, where can they find more music stuff that you do? More music stuff that I do. Is that me, my own self, Mike, on all the socials, uh, and my band, at Something Heavy Music, on all the socials. Um, and, of course, I mean, you're here, but we should definitely remind you that on all of our socials, yes. it's big, at Bacon's My Pod. And always make sure that you check out Spotify, Bacon's My Passion, because right. that's our music. Yeah. I gotta do we is- do that, too change the letters a little bit after the p yeah and you've got music from us i mean we're not trying to confuse you no but no we're, we're just, just threw a lot of info at you a lot to unpack there it's okay you can play it back at play half back. speed yes right yeah i didn't know you could do that yeah you can change it you can change it you can go one and a half and listen to podcasts faster and that's going to change my life thank you <laughs> it, red titus it really does yeah absolutely yeah so always remember to ask yourself one thing most important thing. What's your bacon? <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Sorry. <laughs>